You're listening to Aim for the Bushes. And then I wrote down white people from Remember the Titans. What's in your brain, Aaron? Mush? It's raining outside. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Okay, a little late reporting, but week eight is in the books. I apologize for the late notice or the late posting, but Emma had to have a baby, so had to adjust some things. But new member of the podcast fam. New member of the podcast fam, DK. Yeah. All right. So, what do we got from week eight? I think week eight was kind of boring <clears throat> overall. A couple high spots. Uh, one that uh, you guys are going to love to talk about, but I'll throw it out there because I know you're going to hate it. But your boy Dak didn't look like trash on Sunday. Uh, he he usually doesn't when he gets two defensive touchdowns for him. So he's like spotted fourteen points. He looks pretty good when he has that. Hey, that's all right. And uh, you keep saying that, but they're going to be hanging around right there, nipping at your heels. So we'll see this week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, Eagles Commanders game of the day. Oddly enough, so. uh, Sam Howell looks like Tom Brady when he plays the Eagles. I don't understand it. Like he looks amazing. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I was listening to fantasy, uh, the fantasy footballers podcast. And they're just like, I love how the uh, the commanders have just decided we're going to trade our defensive line, so we won't be able to stop anybody. So we're just going to be in shootouts all season because we don't want to actually win this season. So now we're just going to yeah, Sam Howell is just going to have to throw for five hundred yards a game to keep people in it. So <clears throat> yeah, I guess we we could talk about. It. That was the biggest trade, right, of the day? Was well, Williams. The, huh? Leonard Williams traded to the Seahawks from the Giants. Oh. Oh. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Is that Oh, great. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's a before the trade deadline, I thought they might get maybe a fourth round pick for him and to get a 2 and a 5, that's crazy. Seahawks in the past 2 year, 2 or 3 years have traded away two first rounders, a second at two fifths or something like that for Jamal Adams and Leonard Williams. So not not great trades for. Uh, well, they the they have that luxury though because they're still banking off house money from the rest trade. True. So they, they do have a little bit of uh, a little bit of equity. Um, maybe the biggest news though of the week so far was after the the weird Monday night game, the Lions and Raiders game, which. Had, uh, I mean, Goff played well, but he didn't really throw as many touchdowns as people thought. The running game, Jameer Gibbs had a coming out party, which was nice to see because I've got him in a league. Um, but yeah, pretty much the whole front office, uh, except for Davis down, uh, and then Josh McDaniel getting fired for the Raiders. Good grief. Was Jimmy Garoppolo was terrible, awful. They did Adams dirty. Like, why was he not traded? That's what I'm what saying. Are they doing they did him dirty. They don't need him. That's not there. Go build something. You don't have anything there. I mean, because you could, you could probably fleece a team into trading away a first and a second round pick for him at this point. 
even though he's going to be 31 next year. Yeah, I was hoping, I was waiting to see if the Chiefs would go make some kind of splash at wide receiver. Yeah. Like an no, edge. interesting enough. I think the only team that really did was, uh, and it's not really a splash, but Detroit getting uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland because I guess he had a falling out there. So yeah. just kind of looking to have him in, come in as a uh, a number two, number three. I know they they cut ties with Marvin Jones and Jamison Williams hasn't really added up, so they need somebody to kind of bolster that passing attack. But um, they're really the only team kind of added receivers, which was interesting to me. Because I figured somebody else would make a move. I kind of think that uh, Saquon Barkley is in the same boat as Devontae Adams right now. Like, why did the Giants not trade Saquon Barkley? They even, like, there was reports that teams were calling, like, hey, are you shopping Barkley? We, we'd like to trade for him. And they said, no, we're not trading him. Like, we're in, like, a reset of a rebuild now. Why why do we not trade him away? I don't, I don't understand. No. I don't get it either. I think, and maybe maybe one of the other things that was kind of just kind of tough to see, but Kirk Cousins, man, having a oh, great yeah. year, tough, popped that Achilles. Uh, the Vikings are in the playoffs right now, yeah. So it's almost Tony Dunsey's out there somewhere, thanking God that Kirk Cousins did that because they look like they were trying to march back even without Jefferson, which is crazy. No Dalvin Cook. They get rid of all of them, and they're still in the playoff hunt. And <clears throat> rumors out there that they're going to go trade for Jameis Winston, which I think had every Minnesota fan kind of like, okay, maybe we can deal with that because he'll gunsling. And then they go get Josh Dobbs, which <laughs> is just like, like just run with your backups if you're going to go trade for Dobbs. I don't, I don't understand. Like he played. He played okay in Arizona, but they were like they won one game. I I don't know. Uh, not going out and getting Jameis when you have the potential of being in the playoffs is crazy. Because I feel like we've talked about uh, Justin Jefferson wanting to come back, and I think that's a roller coaster ride. Because at the beginning he was like, "Nah, I'll just wait this out. I'll wait my injury out. Maybe wait the season out." Then they start to play better. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. And now it's like, eh, maybe we'll just wait again. So Tony Dunsey's had what he's had two calls on people, right? Being yeah. dead. Yep. And um both of those not looking or Vikings one may <laughs> end up being correct, but I think he had another call that we might want to discuss. Oh what? Well, I, I also want to discuss our social team because I, on my, on my end, I've had some calls that are rough, right? I've had some calls that are wrong and I've been blasted for them, deservingly so. Yeah, but we got to Clark about this. The calls that are correct, I feel, should be looked at similar, especially when everyone in the group is disagreeing with those calls. I believe I said the Bengals would win by at least 10 this week against the 49ers, which I was laughed at, la- made fun of, told I'm an idiot which I am, but on this particular case, I was not. And the 49ers and Brock Purdy are frauds. We can say that, correct? I think in defense of the social media team, we made those assumptions while it still looked like the 49ers were competing with the Vikings, and then the Vikings ended up beating them. 
So this was before we knew how fraudish they were. Because this is three in a row they've dropped. I know I, I know I said that I do think the Bengals will be in this game and very well could win it. I know I said that. Um, but I still thought that the Niners would pull it out. So Yeah, I, and I've been on I've been on the Joe Burrow bandwagon the whole Shut time. The F up. I knew I knew that oh, there was so a rebound dumb. coming, but you're so dumb. No, 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 no. You gotta hear me out on this. Spin zone. I know Joe Burrow listens to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I know that he needs people telling him you can't do it. You're done. You're done. So um, I did get a text from a burner phone uh, this morning, and I would assume that would be Tony uh, because he did say, hey, this is Tony. Don't say don't share my number. Um, and he just said uh, the season's a long season. There are hills and valleys. So he stands by his picks. Uh, he believes them to come true. Um yeah, the Bengals aren't even in the first uh, – they're not even, like, third place in their own division right now. So, good for them. They're coming. I'd like to take this time to say – to make my stance, and the Bengals are all the way back. I'd like to say that. Thank like you. to get it on the record. Been saying that. Been saying that was coming. No. I don't know how we've been recording for however long we have, and we haven't talked about – the fact that Patrick Mahomes has finally lost to the Broncos. And I need this. Yeah. I need this to be like, let's give the Broncos their flowers because regardless what was going on with Mahomes, like they dominated that game. Like they dominated Mm -hmm. him. Not so much the offense, but like their defense was smothering for Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. So quick question. Is this, is this the moment where, every year for the past couple of years where we're going to do the Kansas city's not the same thing. And in one or two weeks, they're going to obliterate somebody and they're going to run off six straight wins and then go right back to the AFC championship or the super bowl. Like it, it, are we in that moment? And if so, do we have the clarity to just go, it's no big deal. Or is the lack of wide receiver play, actually catching up to them and they're they're not as good i have to lean still with the first five i i can't i can't buy into they're not they're not the best team in the afc yet i just can't um russ just looked good the offense looked good uh run game looked decent defense played well it was almost like this is what they should have been two years ago so yeah i they're, the Chiefs defense kept them in this game, mm-hmm. even though Russ did look pretty good. I mean, they, they kept them in this game. I mean, the Chiefs had five turnovers in this game. It, it, in, for any other team other than the Broncos, five turnovers means you lose by 30. Yeah. So yeah. Mahomes, did have, Mahomes had the flu or something, something COVID, whatever he had. Uh, so that is definitely a huge factor. I still got to go with the fact that the Chiefs are the Chiefs and they're going to be fine. Yeah. I think they'll be fine. I think this is the best defense he's had in a, I don't know if in his tenure there. Like they're legit. Yeah. He's got, it is weird that they don't make a move to add any receivers. Mm -mm. Like, yeah, I don't know. Although I think that rookie, is it Rasheed Rice? Yeah. He's a beast. He's going to be good. Yeah. No, this whole game, though, I was literally like, 
I was watching it pretty closely and I was ready to like put down in my notes, like there was never a moment in that game until like the five minutes left in that drive that I thought the chiefs were out of it the whole time. I was like, Oh, they'll, they'll come back. They'll be mm-hmm. fine. They'll win this game. But then they ended up not. I don't Colts are fun to watch by the way. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're an overs team. I think. Yeah. Uh, they're on my overs list. And is, and this is a couple weeks in a row now is Derek Carr. Are they getting into a rhythm offensively? Um, because I know they played the they played the Saints well. Alvin Kamara is doing well, but they're putting up. It feels like they're putting up a, a couple more points the past. I mean, they put up thirty plus or twenty four plus in three of their last four games. Ever since they shut out the Patriots, I don't know, but uh, the Colts are fun to watch. Gardner Minshew, Jonathan Taylor's back. Michael Pittman looks good. Um. They're fun to watch, man. They're spunky. Spunky. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Will Levis? What in the world? That that why has he not been playing? I'm going on record that's a fluke. I'm going on record that I have a guess that he is going to be trash the rest of the year. I have nothing to base that on other than all of the talk coming into this year was he's not ready, he's not prepared. He's not this so long that they had to wait for Tannehill to get injured. And then we didn't even know that he was going to be the complete starter. He was going to share snaps. Mike Vrabel basically said that him and what Malik Willis were going to share snaps in the game. Mm-hmm. And he's so, still like, saying, he's still saying that this whole week he's been saying that same thing because I'm pretty sure there was a reporter. I saw an interview where a reporter asked him uh, <laughs> since Will's going to be your starter, blah, blah, blah. Is this how we're going to run? And he said, well, he said, I never said Will was going to be the starter. If Ryan is healthy, Ryan Tannehill will be the starter, which how can you go back to that? It's, it's weird. He wasn't overly efficient throughout the game, but like on, he took shots. Yeah. Like that's the one thing the offense wasn't doing is like Tannehill would not go down the field. And literally every time he went down the field, Hopkins was open. Yeah. So I think, I mean, if, if Levis continues to be the starter and he is half the quarterback, he was, last Sunday and they get Derrick Henry rolling this. I mean, the it's Mike, Mike Vrabel coach team. It's still a threat in the playoffs. Yeah. I think they're going to find, we're going to find out a lot tonight about who is in the DNA of Will Levis. Cause on a short week with a defense that has a little bit more preparation and a defensive, like they're going to be nasty. They're going to send him looks. He is not, he is not ready for, um, and obviously, he's going against one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and the Kim DP. So we'll find out <laughs> how how that works out. But the Steelers are coming, man. Speaking of, that was one of the worst officiated games that I I saw. Some of the calls that they I guess were going against the Steelers because I you never see, especially now with people getting fined when people complaining after the game about refs. And Deontay Johnson went in on him like hard. I'm surprised. I'm sure he's yeah. going to get fined big time, but. Did you guys watch any of that game? I just – if it came on the red zone, then I saw yeah. it. But other than that, no. There was pretty – there's some pretty egregious calls against the Steelers. I don't know if it would have made a yeah. difference, but I don't know. Do you want to talk about your Giants game, Gavin? Might have been one of the no. worst games ever played. No, what do you mean? It was one of the most – it actually was weirdly entertaining 
to watch <laughs> 24 punts and negative nine passing yards for the Giants offense. Were you rooting for them to lose at the end of the game? Yes. Once it, yeah, okay. I, I, want, I asked that question with Tyler, I think, on Sunday. I was like, I, I wonder where Gavin is, like, as this game, like, you think you have the game won and then you lose in overtime. Do you just kind of settle that, like, that's a better draft pick. It's better for us. Because if they if they win that game, first of all, yes, it messes up our draft pick even more. Also, if we win that game, then we're, like, three and five on the outs, like, looking into the playoffs. And then in the minds of ownership, they're like, oh, we have a chance. We're not going to end up trading guys away like they just traded Leonard Williams away and got a second-round pick for him. That stuff doesn't happen if we win that game delusionally if we would have won that game they would be like oh we just beat the jets we are a contender no the jets are very bad team still their offense was garbage also the one bone i have to pick with or two actually that i have to pick with the giants and the coaching staff was two things one tommy devito has been the backup quarterback for them since daniel jones got hurt and they don't trust him to throw the football at all he had two passes going into overtime, and then they threw. They end up throwing, I think, three or four in overtime. They don't trust him to throw the ball at all, and he's been on the team for – been the backup quarterback for three weeks. Dumb. The other thing was Graham Gano missed two field goals in this game, and after the game it was reported that he is severely injured and is going to have to have surgery after the season. Why is he active if he's going to have to have surgery? I don't know. Football guy. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that game. It was, it, I mean, I didn't have the sound on, and I just had it on my multi view on YouTube TV, but uh, not a sponsor. But uh, yeah, I didn't listen to the game; I just watched it. So, thoughts on the Thursday night game that we had? Like, there were moments where the Bills looked really good, and then I, also. To move off the Bills for a second, uh, Todd Bowles might be the worst coach in the NFL, like decision-making. There was a couple times, one of the worst coaches decision-wise, like there was a couple times they were past the like the 50, and it was clear that they couldn't stop the Bills or like weren't doing well stopping them, and it was like a close game, and it was like fourth and one, fourth and two, and like four or five times in a row he just punted. Like not giving any in, like trying to be aggressive, nothing. Because for the most part, the Bucks were literally living in their own ten yard line for most of the night. Yeah, that Bills punter though. I know we don't talk about punters much, but dude, he had them pinned back at like the three, like three or four times. It's crazy. It was a weird game. Bills are lucky they came out of there with a the win. They are. Chris Godwin's paying attention. It's a touchdown at all. That's that game's going into overtime, or maybe they go for two right there. But and they were three no, they would have had to go for two. They only lost they by six. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. Oh no, they only yeah, they lost by oh, six. They lost. No, it was eight. What? Oh, twenty-four, eighteen. Oh, I thought it said sixteen. Or never mind, at sixteen. I don't know what I saw. Uh, it um. Wait, what? Am I doing my math right? Isn't that six? No. Twenty. <laughs> Am I wrong? 24, 24 minus eighteen is six, right? Oh no, it is. You're right. I, okay. Yeah, that's my fault. 
Okay, it is six. <laughs> but there was cl- very clear. I don't know if you saw some of the replay. There's very clear pi on uh, Mike Evans. Like there were three defenders like holding on to him. I know they don't yeah, call, not, call it differently on Hail Marys. I know they call yeah. it different, but yeah. All right, we good on week eight. Yeah, I think so. What do we think about the Chase Young move for the Niners? Make much of a difference? Like I don't know. I I haven't. Does he done much this season? Oh, it'll make a difference. I it'll make a deaf. difference because he's going from a team that he knows he's not winning on to one where he competes every day. Uh, I it'll absolutely make a defense on the on the line. Him and him and Bosa are going to they're going to wreak havoc on people. Yeah. What are the Bears doing? They act like Why? they're still in it. Well, I mean, what is Ryan Pauls doing with that? trading for Montez Sweat. It makes zero sense. Because it's a contract year for him too, right? It's a contract. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with the Seahawks and just now trading for Leonard Williams. He's in a he's in a contract year. Well, I, I think there must be some because I think Big Cat was talking about that. There's got to be something they have in place for an extension because they wouldn't have traded a second round pick for Still, I, I, I think that whenever you do that, when you trade for a guy that has an expiring contract you lose all your leverage because now you have to, because if you don't pay him, then yeah. you just gave away a pick for nothing. Just I don't let know. him hit, let him hit free agency, and then you kind of have a bit more leverage. You don't have to pay him as much. It's the same situation that the Giants were in four years ago when they traded for Leonard Williams on an expiring deal, and now they ironically trade him away on an expiring deal. I was listening to uh, I was going through Instagram and I saw. Uh, an Instagram reel on when Ryan Poles was doing like his introduction interview with the, with the media. And he's like, and my final point, which is the most important point is we will run the North. We will <laughs> run the North. He's O and eight against the North since he's hired as GM. He doesn't have a win against any NFC North team since he's been hired. It, it's just like, it was one of those, like it went oh, great. Okay. Sad music or weird music came up afterwards. Like, oh, it's great. It's great. We need Justin Fields back, though. We need him back just for entertainment because the Bears are just abysmal to watch without him. Yeah, I need Justin Fields back for the Giants draft pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Aaron needs Justin Fields back. Oh, for the fan. Yeah, when I'm last place in fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So week nine, some teams on by 49ers, Jaguars, Lions, Broncos. Oh, wait, real quick. I wanted to maybe uh, ask you guys a startup. Maybe a quick segment we can start doing is one team that you think is overhyped and one team you think is underhyped going into since we're kind of at the halfway point. Hmm. Hmm, That's a good question. Let me look. Um, I think the team that right now is probably underhyped, um, I think is Baltimore. I don't think a lot of people are talking about Baltimore the way they are other teams, but their defense has been decent and their offense is starting to click. And now it appears they have a run game. Gus Edwards looks good the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I think they're pretty undervalued. 
overhyped. Uh, I don't know. I I I think Miami's in that until I see them beat a real team. Yeah. I, I think their offense is great. I think their defense will get drastically better over the next couple of weeks, but I need to see them be a real team for the, for me to consider them a contender. I would definitely say the – I would agree with your underhyped team with the Ravens, but the overhyped team, um, shocker, it's the Cowboys. And here's my thing. Here's the deal. They can be they can go and lose to some scrubs like they did with the Cardinals and they got blown out by the Niners, which that Niners loss looks not so great now either. At the time you could look at it and say, Oh, it's the top team in the NFC happens. Then they go destroy the Rams and we act like everything's okay and they're gonna be fine and they're still like any ranking you look at, and it's not Aaron, it is real. It's real and it's live. Any ranking you Ooh. look at has them who is- has them as like the second or third best team in the NFC. Who? Who? Nobody on this so podcast. Many. Not, not Nobody. here. Not, not okay. here. No. I'm telling you they're overhyped. Cowboys are overhyped. I actually have a I actually have a bone to pick with you, Tyler, with that take you just had, because why is it a good win when the Eagles beat the Rams by nine and when the Cowboys beat them by 23, it's they're just beating the schlub. The Eagles, uh, and when the fly, Eagles they fly to LA. Okay. When they, they're no, <laughs> when the yeah, Eagles travel. lose to the jets and the Cowboys beat them by 30. The Eagles had to, the Eagles had to travel to New York and okay, the jets we went to, had to go to Dallas. So it was there's not a real football fan in their right mind that says the Cowboys are a top three NFC team. There's not one. There's not any football fan right now that's going, they're better than the Lions. They're better than the Niners. They're better than the Eagles. Nobody. Nobody right now. Your worst nightmare, though, your worst nightmare, though, is that they, they win next week. That's what I can't wait. I can't wait to see, see your tears if they win. But the, they're just like them overhyped. Who stop? They are. They're overhyped. That's my overhyped team. All right. Well, my overhyped team is the Eagles. <laughs> I'm not even. Damn. I'm like, like I, I just think that there's some there's some struggles in that team. I mean, they're still going to be a good team. They're still going to have a minimum of 12 wins, I think. Uh, but they are the overhyped team, I think. I'm st- they're still a very good team, but I, they are overhyped where I just, yeah. My underhyped team, I think, I got. I think I'm going to say the Jaguars. They've won six in a row, and nobody's talking about it, or five in a row. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Nobody's that talking about a lot. Uh, and then also I had one from the NFC is the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are very under hyped right now. Like Jackson Smith and Jig was starting to get rolling. I just think, and they just, I mean, they beat the Browns who have a good defense. Their offense is whatever, but. Well, they're first place in the division right yeah. now. Yes. The 49ers are not first place in their own division. So like, which is another reason why the Cowboys can't be overhyped because Right now, they wouldn't even be picked over the Seahawks. Correct. I think. I so think that would actually, be at best fifth in the NFC. 
if they played the Seahawks and Cowboys played right now, I'd, like on a neutral side, it would probably be a pick'em, honestly. I think, but yeah. So I mean, by that definition, they can't be overhyped because everybody thinks they're right there. Everybody thinks they're a playoff team that'll get bounced in the first or second round, depending on how the chips fall. Overhyped. Sticking with it. Yeah, Bengals are overhyped. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Thursday night game is Titans at Steelers. Steelers are three point favorites, and the over under is thirty seven. Kenny Pickett's playing, right? Like Sounds I know he like won't it, have yeah. the game, but he's playing. Sounds like it. Um, doesn't matter. I'm going to take the Steelers and the points, and I'm going to take the under. I think Will Levis is going to have problems this week, and I think the problems start and end with T.J. Watt. Uh, this is going to be an ugly game. I, there might not be 20 points combined here, to be honest. Uh, I don't really want to watch that, but um, that's what – yeah, I got the Steelers, the points, and the under. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers points and under as well for some wow. reasons. I'm going complete opposite. I I think Will Levis is going to struggle maybe a little bit, but I do think that it's the weather's starting to get cold. That's when you run the football. Who can run the football better? It's the Titans. Uh, yeah. 37 is a low total. I will take the over here. I mean, I think it's like – it's my prediction is like 20 to 17, which is right at the over, so something right there. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the Titans to at least cover. I think they they might sneak out a win, uh, and I'll take the over. Okay. Next game, Dolphins at Chiefs. The fact that they made this in Germany is stupid. Like, I would love to have seen this in, like, Soldier Field – not Soldier Field, in uh, Arrowhead, like, Tyreek coming back to play the Chiefs. Like, that would have been awesome. They messed this one up. Like, I get you have to do international games, but this is not the one to do. If I was a Chiefs fan, go I take, would be irate that we lost this game. Go take the Titans-Steelers game and put send them to Germany. Like, that's what should have been done, something yeah. like that. This was dumb. And by the way, why isn't this a Dolphins home game? They're the one that are the farthest on the East Coast. They always make those games over there like Jacksonville home games. How does this be – how is this a Kansas City home game? It feels very disrespectful to defending champions to lose a home game like this. Yeah. Now, who left early? Someone Dolphins. left early, and someone didn't leave early. I, well, I know I don't know if the Dolphins left early, but I know that the Chiefs are left today. The Chiefs are only leaving today. No, someone left Monday. Then it was then it was Miami because I okay. know the Chiefs left today. Nope, I'm yep Miami and the under. Chiefs don't look like they can score a ton of points. This, Jalen Ramsey's going to help, so I'm going to take the Dolphins and I'm going to take the under. Yeah, and this, this win, by the way will not count towards my – is my Miami – are they for real? Really? Anything overseas doesn't count okay. towards that. Like, this is – I don't know about that. It's what, insane. What, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? If it's a shootout, like a lot of points, and it's a back-and-forth game and Miami wins, does that change your mind on that? No, not at all. Nope. Nope. And I'll tell you why. It's because if this game gets played again in December or January, it won't look anything like this. And – I just, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't, everything about being over there just feels different. And you see teams just not play right. So um, I think the Chiefs are a better team, but 
leaving Thursday to have one no way. Dolphins, give me the give me the Dolphins the points, and I'll take the under because it's like fifty or fifty one is what I saw. So I'll take the under there. I don't think there's going to be as much scoring. I want it to be high, but I don't think it will be. Is that stadium outside? Is it an open stadium? Yeah, it is. What's the weather like in Germany around this time of the year? Is it cold? I mean, I'm sure it's some kind of cold because they're more north than us. <clears throat> well, that's a good question. It's going to determine my pick. I'm going to look real quick. I'm going to go Dolphins money line. Not money line. Dolphins in the points, and I'll take the over. I'm hoping this is what it's supposed to be and be a fun one. Please. That's like 55. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, What do you take, Tyler? Dolphins I, in the over? That's my pick. Yeah. If that's, yeah. yeah. I'm going that's Dolphins fine. in the over. This would be, so I, I'm the op, Aaron. I think if they, if the Dolphins can actually win this game, regardless how it looks, like I, this is the, this is a win they need for, I think, their confidence and also for people to take them seriously mm-hmm. because they got dog walked by the Bills pretty much. The Eagles game was close at times, but at the end, I mean, they lost by 14 points. So, like, you haven't played – you beat up on, obviously, not to the level of teams that you're going to play in the playoffs. So, this one, yeah, it's going to be fun. I I hope Tyreek has, like, 200 yards against the Chiefs. I think this could be a look-ahead game for the Chiefs, too, because they play the Eagles next week. Monday, yeah. And if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs, then I think we all have to bet – well, Tyler won't, but – if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs this week, I'm smashing whatever the Chiefs line is next week. Well, Because everybody's going to be down on them after losing to the Dolphins and the Broncos in a row. Dude, the Chiefs must have a bye next week because the Eagles have a bye next week too. So it'll be oh, two is that? Weeks. Okay, that's yeah. two weeks. Okay. Still, same yeah. thing I just said. Yep. I disagree with that, but that's... You're, just because you're an Eagles fan, but if you look at it from a better perspective... No, I get, I get it from the better perspective. two games. Yeah, yeah, they're not going three. Yep, no, I get it. Okay, Vikings at Falcons. Obviously, these lines are as of today, so it puts in mind the injury that happened last week. Falcons are four and a half point favorites, and the over under is thirty seven and a half. Is okay. I saw um, Taylor Heineke went in. Was Rid was Ritter benched or was he injured? I saw something about it. Both. Yes. Both. Okay. And but it, I also saw, but Taylor Heineke's playing. They announced him as the starter yeah. okay. yesterday, I think. All right. I think with a full week, hopefully, like he'll throw it and they'll, he's going to look better. He has to look better than Ritter. Like I, I know Taylor Heineke's no world beater, but it's got to be better than what they've had. I'm going to take the Falcons and the points and the over. Because 37 and a half seems a lot, but, or seems not much. But I guess with the Vikings, Josh Dobbs likes to put up points, right? So I don't think he's, I don't think he's starting. No. Who's, who's starting? No, it's, it's uh. Let me see. Let me find him real it's quick. It's the guy who came in last week to start. Jaron Jaren Hall. Yeah, and he was bad. He he. I don't even think he got a first down against Green Bay. They just couldn't do anything. He had negative one point eight, one point one eight fantasy points. <laughs> uh, yeah, my pick's the same. Falcons and the over. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Falcons, the points, and the under. I don't think the Vikings might. I don't think they're gonna score ten points. I think this will be a fun game. I think it'll be a good amount of points and maybe like two quarterbacks that maybe are going to like be gunslinger ish, maybe some turnovers. 
short fields for the other offense, I think that over will hit. I mean, that's a small over, 37 and a half. Seahawks at Ravens. Ravens are six-point favorites. Over-under is 44. This one should be fun. Uh, I'm definitely taking the over in this one. I'm going to take 44. And I think I'm going to take Ravens in the points. Six seems like a lot, but I'm going to take points with the Ravens. I know yeah, that's where I'm stuck. This is a, I think this is going to be a really good game. Actually, no, I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover at least. I don't, I don't think they win, but I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover plus six. Yeah, I think I'll go with the Seahawks here, man. But I, I kind of like the under because both of these teams have pretty solid defenses. I think it's a a twenty to twenty three kind of game, which is just under. I'll take the Seahawks and the under. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover, and I'm going to take the over. I think their offenses both make enough plays for one of these teams to get closer to the 30s. So I'll take the over. Yeah, give me the over, too. Yeah. Okay. Cardinals at Browns. Browns are eight point favorites and the over under is 37 and a half. I I don't think I who's starting for the Cardinals. It's not Kyler this week. Is it? They're holding him out another week. I thought I saw. I think it. Yeah, it's not Kyler. Okay. I, I picked him up in fantasy and he's still on. He's still listed on the pup, pup. list. So I'm going to take the under in this. Cause I don't think whoever's starting for the Cardinals is going to be able to put up anything against this Browns defense. And I'll take the Browns to cover. Browns minus eight. Yeah, I'm on the same as you. I think the uh, the Browns are going. The Browns defense is going to torch whoever is starting. I can't remember his name. And then I think that the under will hit as well. I'm looking at his uh, the notes on him on fantasy and it says he yesterday he was another full practice, and Jonathan Gannon still hasn't decided between him and Clayton Toon. For Kyler Murray, uh, I think the Cardinals cover regardless of who the uh, quarterback is, and I'm taking the under. I don't know what your guys' picks were because I was looking at something, but I'm taking the Cardinals in the under. We both took the under, but I think we both took the Browns. Okay, cover. Okay, eight Rant. points is a lot for a team it that is. doesn't have a great offense. It is a lot. Rams at Packers. Packers are three and a half point favorites. I actually don't understand this one. <laughs> I don't get this one either. And the over under is 38 and a half. I'm going to take the Rams to cover. This one's an easy one for me. The, I think I might. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the under as well. In this one, I think the Rams will put up points, but I haven't seen anything from the Packers offense to give me hope that they're going to pick up scoring here soon. Yeah, I think that line must be assuming that Stafford is going to play. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or I is not going that. to play. 
Okay. Because there's no way they should be three-point favorites with him playing. I think he's going to try and gut it out. So I'm going to take the Rams plus the points. I don't know how you could take Green Bay in the points. Um, Even if the backup plays, I don't know how you could take them minus three and a half. And I'll take the under two. This just screams rat line. Like, they're begging you to take the Rams. And that's why I have to take the Packers Mm. and the under. All right. Bucks at at Texans. Texans are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is 40. This game kind of stinks. Yeah, it's not great. I don't know what the Texans the te- are. The Texans either. defense has played well, but their offense has not looked good after the the Pittsburgh beatdown. So I'll take Tampa Bay plus the points. I'll take ugh, I can't I can't take all the under, so I'll take the over here. Yeah, I'm going to follow you on this one. I'm going to take the Bucks and the points and then the over. Yeah, I'll definitely take the Bucks. Probably a little sprinkle money line on that one. Uh, and I'll take the under. Yeah, I'll go with the under. Okay. Commanders at Patriots. Boy, other than this Ravens-Seahawks game, this first slate is not great. Commanders at Patriots. Patriots are three-point favorites. The over-under is 40-and-a-half. I'm definitely taking the under here. And I think I'm going to take the Patriots minus three as well. Ugh. It's not a fun one. Yeah, these games, are, these games are bad. Um, I'll take... I'll grant. I'll boy. take the. Huh? I said Sam Howell. It's your boy. I know. I know. Yeah, I think he looked better last week, which means you take the Patriots here. I'll take the Patriots minus three. I'll take the over, though. I'll take the over. I had a feeling we were headed towards an earthquake. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Patriots in the under. That game stinks too. I mean, yes. uh... Bears at Saints. Saints are eight and a half point favorites, and the over under is forty one. I uh, do we we don't know about Fields. Does it look like he's playing? Or what the... look. I don't think he's playing. I think Badge is playing again. Okay, eight I'm gonna start calling him Tyson Bagel. I heard somebody call him Tyson Bagel, and I love that. I'm gonna call him that. I'm just going to roll with it, and I'll take the Saints and the points, and get, give me the under. This was, I don't like that. I don't like the line. But 41, yeah, I'm, give me the under. I'm going to tail that, too. I'll take the Saints and the points, and I'll take the under as well. 
I don't think the Saints are good enough. They're not a they don't deserve an eight and a half point favorite. I don't it think it is a lot. No, it's a lot. Their offense has started to click. I think the Saints minus eight and a half goes along with a over. Definitely. But if you want to pick the Bears, which is kind of what I'm leaning, that screams an under. Because that's the only way they cover, I think. So give me the Bears and the under. Okay. I don't think they win, but they cover. All right. And for the second slate of games... Second slate doesn't have much to offer either. Colts at Panthers. Panthers plus three over under 44. I'm definitely, I'm with confidence taking the Colts here. Minus three. And give me the over. I'm going to follow what Gavin's saying. Colts are an over team. So, although I don't know how much the Panthers can put up against the defense, but I'll take the over. Yep. Colts minus three under. I'm going with the Panthers here. They're the only home dog on Sunday. Uh, so I am going to roll with them. They look pretty, I mean, they only scored 15 points, but they looked okay last week. Give me the Panthers and the over. All right, Giants at Raiders. Oof. Raiders are one and a half point favorites. Over under is 37. It sounds like they're benching Jimmy G for the rookie, which probably is the right move. Jimmy does not look good. Without Josh McDaniels. Interim is... coach Antonio Pierce, former Giants linebacker. Ooh. Oh. Daniel Jones playing this week? He is. Darren Waller is not, though. I don't know if that makes a difference, really, but Darren Waller is out. Saquon Barkley is in. Daniel Jones is in. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to... I'm going to take the Raiders. No, I'm not. I'm going to take the Giants. Giants in the points, but give me the under. These lines are so 37, but I'll take it. I'm going to take the Giants and the points too. Giants defense has been playing well. I think the Raiders offense is going to look better though. So I'm going to take the over. You guys are delusional to think the Giants are covering that. The no, this is a. I mean, the Giants are the Giants are on tank mode, uh, like actually not just fans hoping for a tank. The the Raiders win this game. Also, any any time a coach gets fired, the interim the interim coach usually coaches them up and they can pull out a win. Uh, so I'm definitely taking the Raiders in the under. It's going to be like twenty three to six. And for that's prob- not an that's not an under, is it? Yeah, 20. it is. It is, yeah. 
Cowboys at Eagles. Eagles are three-point favorites. The over-under is 47. These games are what I live for and will determine my mental health for the next few weeks, like where I'm positive, negative. Uh, I'm very happy that the first football game my son gets to watch of the Eagles is against the Cowboys. And I think if the – I'm trying not to be a delusional fan here. I'm really not, but it's really just the mode that I live in 24-7. So I think if the Eagles – Do not turn the ball over. If they can refrain from turning the ball over, this is a double-digit win for the Eagles. If they don't, if they turn the ball over and it becomes something where Dak gets short short fields, they're not going to be able to stop them. And I think the Cowboys could win in that situation. But I'm believing that they will not turn the ball over. And I think the secondary got embarrassed last week. So maybe come to play a little harder this week. I'm going to take the Eagles minus three. And give me, if they're going to win this game the way I think they will, I'm going to take the under. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to take the under 47. I think everything you said is what you hope will happen is what will not happen, unfortunately for you. That's fine. I, I, I get it. I am taking the Cowboys here. Yeah, I do think they shit. win. I do think they win, and it will be an over. It's going to be like... Didn't last year both teams, whenever they were at home, didn't have their starting quarterback? Is that yes? Neither, yeah, yep. So both quarterbacks are healthy. I definitely like the over. I mean, well, playing, yeah. I'm gonna go Cowboys and over here. It's gonna be like a it's gonna be a fairly high scoring game, back and forth kind of thing. Yeah, Dak is, I mean. Dak is 8-1 in his last nine against the Eagles. So he does have our number. That's no – got to give credit where credit's due. Is that a real stat? He's 8-1 against the Eagles, yeah. Jalen yeah, Hurts so... is – Jalen Hurts is 1-2 versus the Cowboys when he plays. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair as well. I think I'm going to take the over for sure here. And I think the DK in your son's name – just needs an A right between it, and it's Dak and the Cowboys not only cover but win this game outright. That's D-A-K Miller, Dak Miller. That's one of the happy most first disrespectful football game, things bud. you've ever said. My real pick is the Eagles minus three in the over. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Sunday Night Football, we got a game, a real one. This week, they took a break. So Eagles, yeah. Dolphins, and then they took a break. Took a little hiatus for a real game. And it is Bills at Bengals. Bengals are minus two. Over under 49 and a half. I'm going, I feel very confident in the over here. I'm going to take the over 49 and a half. And I'm shockingly going to take the Bengals minus two as well. Uh, I just want to put it on record. I don't think DeMar Hamlin should play in this game just so we can finish watching the game because I want to see it played out in the regular season setting. So I'm going to put that on record. I saw a tweet from somebody that whenever they said something, like whenever they first announced this game, somebody was like, DeMar Hamlin has a chance to do the funniest thing ever in this game. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. There are just weird matchups where it feels like one team has the other team's number. Cincinnati's playing right at the right time here, and they just have Buffalo's number. 
Um, Joe just gets it done against the the Bills D. So I think minus two is pretty easy for the Bengals. I'll take the over two. 28 uh 24 I I agree with your guys' picks. I'm going to my picks are Bengals and the over, but there is definitely a factor of the Bengals are going to be playing for DeMar. That's going to be the storyline. I think there's a chance that this is a back and forth game definitely and i think the bills have a chance obviously have a chance to pull it out so i don't love the Bengals pick but i will take the Bengals. no i won't actually give me the bills because everybody's going to be on the Bengals because they just came off the 49ers win the bills aren't looking good i'm gonna i'm gonna go against the grain and take the bills and you had the over right and i have the over for sure yeah all right chargers at Jets, Monday Night Football. Jets are three and a half point dogs. The over under is 40. Chargers minus the points under. Yeah. 28 10. I'm going to follow you with the under, but uh, give me the Jets plus three and a half. I agree with you, Tyler. Give me the Jets and the under. I think they have a chance to sneak this game out. Yeah, I do too. I think they make it ugly and uh, Brandon Staley. If it comes down to like any kind of late game decisions, I have zero confidence in Brandon Staley at all. So it's going to be who is the bigger bozo, Zach Wilson or Brandon Staley? Yeah, essentially, it's exactly what it'll be. Okay, that's all for the slate of games this week coming up, Week Nine feels weird that it's already thursday yeah so what is your lock of the week are we do do we locks we do pick them first i can't remember no we can do we can do lock okay i'm gonna go my lock of the week as the bills at Bengals over 49 and a half Just to recap on last week's uh, locks, Tyler won his last week minus six and a half for the Eagles. Aaron's was uh, Falcons, Titans under 37 and a half missed on that one. And mine was Detroit minus seven and a half. I hit that one. I got two in a row. I'm going to roll. Aaron. What do you got, Aaron? I'm going to take the Rams plus three and a half. Okay. And for my pick I'm going to take the Colts. Um, for my pick I'm going to take – I'm going to take Atlanta. I'll go with uh, New Orleans. And then my uh, lock is going to be 
Oh man, I don't like this. Got it. Just do it. Follow your heart. Bills plus two. Going out on a limb. Yeah. There it is. I like it. I like it. Fantasy next? Or trivia? Does Aaron have trivia for us? I do actually have trivia for you guys. Okay. I actually have a, so we're going to do something. Let me grab a pen. Huh? I'm going to grab a pen real quick. You don't need one. Man, Riley's going to give me shit for that pick if I missed on that Bills pick. Yeah, it's pretty bad to talk about the Bengals. I think I've been on the Bengals the whole season, so he said he's going to get a pen. Yeah, because your last like three trivias have been uh, career path. Well, this is not, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bud, you definitely you definitely did not need a pen. Okay. And you might be you might be muted. I don't know. Am I muted? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. So here is how this is going to work today. <clears throat> We're going to play a little bit of a back and forth game between the two of you. Um. I'm going to give you a category that has 11 answers in it. And you're going to go back and forth naming people that are on this list. And you get three misses total. Okay. So it's over when one person has uh, their third miss. Now, if the first person gets their third miss and the other person could on their next guess, they have to prove it. Okay. But um, we'll start with Tyler. The category is name the last 11. And again, just do one at a time. We're going to do one at a time until they're all gone or you guys are out. The last 11 running backs drafted in the first round. Okay. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Correct. Saquon Barkley. Correct. Bijan Robinson. Correct. Najee Harris. Correct. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yep. Last pick in the first round a couple years ago. Okay, that's right. That was my next one. Ezekiel Elliott. No. Oh. No. That's one for Gavin. Josh Jacobs? Yes. Good pull. Can you say, can you say the ones that we've picked so far? Because I feel sure. like I missed one of Tyler's answers. Uh, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, okay. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley. Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Oh, yes. How many is that? That is seven of the 11. Man. Yeah. I know this isn't right, but Dalvin Cook? He was a second rounder. That is your first strike. 
Um, Travis Etienne. Correct. Good pull. That's a really good pull. So there are only three left on the list. And for one of you guys to win this game, I'm, you guys are going to have to pull out something pretty I, – I would never have known unless I'd done the research here. God, and it's not like they're crazy, difficult things. I just wouldn't. And it's more recent than Ezekiel Elliott because you said Zeke was no. So Correct. I can tell you that – I'll just tell you this. McCaffrey was drafted in 2017. So it's been since – it's 2017 and, and above. McCaffrey is the oldest one or the last one to make the list? Not technically. He's second to last by a couple picks. Is that a hint? Huh? Someone was drafted ahead of him in 2017. I don't think this is I think I think I have my years off here, but whose pick is it? Is it my pick or his pick? It's Tyler's. Oh, okay. I thought I was stressing. <laughs> uh, not confident in this at all, because I don't know the year. Trent Richardson? No. No, that's older. Oh, I know. I know one. Tyler, that's two strikes. Gavin, it is your turn. Are all these people still in the league? I will not answer that question. Oh, that's a no. Not necessarily. I would not take stock into what I said. I just won't answer. Ooh, Todd Gurley. No. Okay. <sighs> Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is yeah, on the good. list. Cool. He is the oldest one. Yeah. All right, Gavin, if you get this wrong, Tyler wins. Do you have anything, Tyler? So if you would like, I I don't have anything. So I, Tyler Tyler just wins. But now that Tyler wins, give us a hint so we can try to guess it still. Okay. Um. Or like there, a year. Hold on. Something. Is there two? Is there two left? Yeah, there's two. Yep. I think they were both. Let me let me get a crack at him. Okay. Give me a crack at him. Let me just give me a minute. I'm trying to think okay. of teams. I'm trying to think of. Double checking because I think. Go ahead, Tyler. Oh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Never mind. I thought I had it for a second. They were both drafted in the same draft. What year? Same year as Saquon. No shot. What? Mm hmm. 2018. 2018. One at number 27 and one at 31, right before Lamar Jackson. Okay. I know I'm that one go, of them was. Gonna... Go ahead. Uh, one of them may be Nick Chubb. No, he wasn't. No, was it... Nick Chubb got taken. He was like a. Like, Three picks late? into the second round that year. Okay. Oh, second. I'm trying what's, to think. What's an easier, what's a harder hand? Like if you gave us his college, or is that too easy? Um, okay. 
Nick Chubb wasn't the first running back out of Georgia that year. Oh, uh, DeAndre Swift. No. Sony Swift Michelle. Later. Oh, Sony Michelle. Sony oh. Michelle. Sony Michelle. Have that one. No chance. And then, um, this running back went to the same school as Kawhi Leonard. San Diego State. San Diego State. And I let me check to see. Is he still in the league? <laughs> yeah, he still is. Really? Yeah, this just got funnier. I just why oh, just got funnier? Because <laughs> he's on your team's roster. Rashad Penny. Yeah. What? He was a no, first round hey. pick. Seahawks took him at twenty-seven. What? I, every oh, every is, team that was on this list is a bozo because taking a run back in the first round is stupid. So that went from it went to twenty seventeen. If this went to overtime, I picked the next seven guys back past that. So it went from twenty twelve to twenty sixteen. So that's been 11 years. How long does it feel since Doug Martin has been in the league? A while. A long while. Doug Martin was a first-round pick in 2012. Yeah, I knew he was a first-rounder. Yeah. David Wilson yep, I for the him. Giants was a first-rounder. He was the last pick of the draft be- the year after they won the Super Bowl. He was a first-rounder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was pick 32. Cordero Patterson. Was a first rounder for the Falcons. Is he a running back? He's a, I mean, he is now, but he wasn't when they drafted him. That's what they listed him on, on the oh, thing. Really? Uh, Trent Richardson, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, and then Zeke. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Fantasy. Fantasy. How did we do last Fantasy. Week? We all had pretty solid weeks, I think. Um, Tyler is still on the struggle bus with last place. Tyler had 42 or 41.2 points. Aaron, 51.8 points. Very good outing, but not the best outing of the week. I had 61.4 thanks to AJ Brown. (laughs) He's an animal. For the year. I have now taken the lead. I have 439. Aaron has 428. And Tyler is almost 100 points behind at 346. 100 point week incoming. Jeez. Okay. Who did I have last week? Aaron had Keenan Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and Dallas Goddard. Tyler had Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, and I had AJ Brown, Mark Andrews, and DeAndre Swift. Okay. Uh, and I'll make my first pick easy, and I will do Alvin Kamara versus the Bears. Yeah, I think I I have to jump on the wave that I've not been on yet. Um, what six straight 125 yard games? I'll take AJ Brown. Revenge game, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. 
And then on the way back, I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor. I made this list before I knew Kirk Cousins out for the year, so I'm not taking that guy. Uh, I'll I'll go uh, Travis Kelsey. My pick, dog. No, yeah, oh, yeah, it is my fault. Please take Travis Kelsey here. Yeah, I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm not used to going first on this, honestly. The past few weeks. The way I have the the spreadsheet that I'm that I type these into, Aaron is first, Tyler's in the middle, and I'm last. So every time after Tyler picks, I always think it's my turn. That's why I did that. Mm. I will go with Stefan Diggs, I guess. I'm or is it Aaron? No, he gets another one. Okay. And then Dallas Goddard. Oh. And the running back situation is just not great. I think I'm going to take a flyer, a little bit of a flyer. I'm going to take Bijan this week against Minnesota. Okay. I'm going to play the matchup game here. Not a household name, but the Eagles have been abysmal against tight ends. So I think this is a Jake Ferguson game. Dallas tight end. Dak likes his tight ends. It does. All right. All right. Part- so Aaron has AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey, and B. John Robinson. Tyler has Tyreek Hill, Jonathan Taylor, and Jake Ferguson. And I have Alvin Kamara, Stefan Diggs, and Dallas Goddard. Uh what how did we do on our parlay last week? I hit both of mine. I hit um, one of mine, I think. I think I hit one. Most are scored. Most Taylor scored. Did not. Taylor did not. Cup did ETN not. ETN did. Cup, yeah, Cup and uh, Taylor were the two that missed. Yeah, and it was because Taylor ran the ball once in the second half. Yeah, he had like he had like ninety yards in the first half or the yeah. first quarter, or something so like that. So stupid. So freaking dumb. And Stafford getting hurt, uh, hurt uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah. It looked like right. the game. It looked like early in that game that the game script was going to push towards Cup scoring for sure, but it just didn't. Okay, so Gavin. Yep. Uh, Gus Edwards. That's my my first pick there. Tyler, go ahead. What? Why? You got one. I got one. You're better on the season, so go ahead. Okay, so I want to ask you what you guys are thinking. He typically scores in the last, I think, 
three matchups he's had against the Cowboys, he's scored in every game. The odds will be pretty good. Devontae Smith. Thoughts, opinions. Or we can go AJ there. I don't care. But I think based on what's happened and they're going to try to take AJ away from Jalen, my guess. So I'm, I'm good with Devontae. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Okay. And then I think I'm going to go with the easiest score of the week for me. Um, and I'll try and juice mine up in the second one, but I'll go with Tyreek. Okay. We want to do, I know we, we talked about it last time when I picked digs on a London game, we were sketchy about taking that. Do you, you're fine with it? I mean, I'm fine with it, but. I'm fine with it just because that game's going to have a truckload of points. And I don't know that there's anybody. I mean, Tyreek is against the Chiefs. No, yeah, I'm fine with that. I was just double checking. Plus, Diggs hitting that one. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, true. Mm -hmm. I have two that I really like. Oh, by the way, Gavin, last week I missed two separate. Uh, Tyler and I missed a $350 parlay because Dallas Goddard's didn't get four more yards. Tough. Yeah. And then I missed a $400 parlay on Thursday because Diggs didn't score, but Gabe Davis did. I missed 700 because Jamar didn't score a second one. Oh, that's right. I think I missed on a pretty good one, like maybe three or four hundred dollars that because Kenny Pickett got hurt and I needed him to have two hundred passing yards. Sorry, man. I'm gonna go with uh Kamara Alan Kamara here to score against the Bears because I think yep. Tyler might take the other one that I want. So are we thinking Monday night this week on the pick here? Oh. Um actually Jets defense is worries me about picking anybody from the Chargers. That's the main reason I pivoted from the guy. I was I'm, I'm shocked about. Tyler's not in the Bills-Bengals game. I think that's what I'm looking at now. I'm just deciding which receiver I want. Give me Jamar Chase. Although, I don't know. Um, I would be fine because he scored in the last two games. What I would think I was thinking either T or Tyler Boyd's had like three touchdowns in the last like two games. So I don't know. Tyler Boyd scored the first touchdown in the last time they played in the regular season. T Higgins I'll take, game I, against I'm good with either either Chase or Higgins. I'm not good with Boyd. Boyd had two touchdowns last week and I'm okay. not I don't want to keep doing that. I think this is a I think this is a T Higgins game. T. Higgins revenge game versus yep. Jamar. Let's go. Let's go T over Jamar. Hey, who was your Gavin? Who was your last pick? Alvin Kamara. Okay. All right. Now we're going to take a flyer. Let's get weird. Do it. Don't. Okay. 
Who do you feel more confident in? I'll let you guys decide. No. Oh, man. Ramondre Stevenson against Washington. He's picked up his stuff, and their D-line is trash now. They still have arguably the best interior defense alignment group behind, like, maybe the Eagles. I'm just saying, he's going to catch a ton of patches, passes out of the backfield. So that's an option I'm thinking about. The low-hanging fruit for me is Mike Evans. But I don't. If you're telling me to pick between those two, I'll take Mike, Mike Evans, Evans a million times Evans. out of a million. Or, yeah. or let me see here. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Adam Thielen? I think that could be a lot of po- I Yeah, I'm okay with Adam Thielen. Adam, like you want to you want to make the choice based on the odds? Adam Thielen's fantasy numbers are insane. Plus 200, I'd say. I don't know, because he's the number one target there. I do like Thielen. Let me look at the odds. Maybe they're not. The only reason I didn't pick Taylor is because there's rumblings that Taylor might not be healthy. That, that, like, he had an ankle thing. So, oh, and by the way, I do think Devontae Adams will score this week. Last time AOC played, he had 12 targets, but. I don't. I don't want to put it in this. B. John's also veto, We need to veto Stevenson and Aaron. You pick between Evans and Thielen, whatever you want, or Adams and Thielen. I kind of like Thielen a lot. I do like Thielen. Screw it. Let's do Thielen. Okay. Adam Thielen. Sounds good. I got to say, though, I don't love the fact that I took a truckload of unders and we got four wideouts on this list. I don't love yeah. that. <laughs> Not great, but we'll see. The odds on this parlay are what? Plus uh, uh, plus 8,500. Woo! I would, I would bet something like that. Oh, I thought you were looking. Yeah. No, I, they don't have any... Barstool usually has touchdown lines out this early, but their app is down, and DraftKings doesn't have uh, touchdown lines out right now. Okay, boys. All right. Is that a wrap? Yep.